Hello everybody, welcome back to Small Town Moms in Suitcases with your host Carol Suki and I have the absolutely lovely Leanne De Palma on with me today and I'm really excited about our conversation um, and before we get into it though I do want to talk about the Elysian Festival, Orangeville, Orangeville's first annual ever wellness festival. This is not just a vendor market, Leanne. Um, I'm so happy to have you here. Let's quickly talk about the festival. Hi, Carol. Thanks for having me today. Um, so just to let your uh, listeners know, I am outside, so you may hear some nature and some airplanes <laughs> going by. So don't let that distract from the wonderful information we're going to be talking about. But yes, we do have a fantastic festival coming up this summer. It's more of a passion project that kind of started about a year ago. Um, you know, mental health is something that hits very close to home for me. I, I have uh, had um, some losses in the family due to mental health. So it became kind of a priority for me to, to put my heart and my passion into something, into something that would help me create a better mindset. So I do do a lot of meditation, uh, a lot of mindfulness. I've done a lot of work in that area. Um, and I remember sitting outside actually where I am right now and having a meditation session about a year ago and seeing the festival as clear as day in my mind's eye. You know, if you, if you believe in spirituality, it felt like it was, it was divinely given to me. Um, and I just could not ignore it. I could not just like, oh, well, that was interesting and move on with my day. I found myself, you know, researching and looking into it as much as I could and realized there was no festival like this. Yep. I remember coming out, of it, coming out of it and thinking like, gosh, if there's a festival like that, I'd love to go to it and looked around and yeah. there was none. There was none. Yeah. So That's I right. thought, okay, well, I'm going to do this festival. And I remember seeing the looks on my friends and family's faces when I told them that I was going to do a festival. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of them thought like, okay, sure, we'll check in with her in like, you know, four to six weeks and I'm sure she'll be moved on <laughs> to the next project. But, you know, uh, I've really pushed through and persevered and really proved to everybody this, this is something that I really wanted to do. Um, so I've never done a festival before, but it's just been amazing how everything just keeps landing exactly how it's meant to land. People yes. keep showing up exactly when they're meant to show up and everything is just, it's just happening and rolling with, with, without me having to push anything. It's just happening. Yeah. It's so going to be that's huge. What, I have this feeling that when we're there and we're all there and energy and spirit is there, we're going to feel something pretty profound and there's Absolutely. no way we're going to be able to come out of that festival feeling and, and thinking the same way as we did going into it. We will all be changed for sure. And I definitely want to talk more about that in depth, but we're going to need a whole nother podcast for that. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. So if you want to, if you want to um, find out more about it right now, please go to Elysian Festival, orangeville.com. Elysian is spelled E-L-Y-S-I-A-N Festival, orangeville.com. Get more information now. I will have Leanne back to talk all about that. It's happening August 12th and 13th, 2023. We cannot wait. Um, okay, so what we really want to talk about today, though, Leanne, is uh, how your body or how your mind affects your body. And I yes. don't think this is not something that is, I think, taught in medical schools. No. You know, I think spirituality and the natural approach tends to be kind of like a nuisance to legitimate medicine. But what we're starting to see. And what we're starting to feel and starting to notice is that people are starting to wake up and take notice to the natural ways that our body is always possessed to yes. heal ourselves from all types of situations. And it doesn't yes. necessarily have to be a medication to, to get you to that point. So that's what I kind of wanted to touch in with today because it's a, it's a topic that's very passionate for me. And, and I've spent quite a few years actually looking into this and researching it. And um, I would like to share that with everybody. 
Yeah, and I find that so interesting because I too, you know, find it, it, it bothers me when I see, you know, even just family just quickly reaching for a pill. I have a headache, let me go, I need to go get a pill. I have heartburn, I need to go get a pill. And nobody ever really told me anything in regards to not doing that per se. Yep. But I just feel like, why? Why do I need a pill to get rid of my, my headache? Why some, and, so... And the, and, the, and the scary thing is, is that like, we have these conditions and then we take the medication and then we get the horrible side effects that come along with it. So to, to quote um, Deepak Chopra, he says, you know, you, you, you have an ailment and then you, you become a victim and then you take the medication and you become a victim twice. So yes. it, it, it takes its toll on you. So you almost have to pick, you know, between the two evils of what you're going to deal with. Because um, it's like you're fixing one thing in the moment, but then you have to fix the fact that you just put chemicals in your body. So now you have to fix that. Yeah, that's right. Whether and it's it be, now or down yes. the line, right? Our body already creates all of these chemicals. Yes. They already have, we already possess it in our brain. We already have it there. And, uh, you know, what, what it really comes down to is your power, the, the power of belief. To quote yes. Bruce Lipton, the belief shifts biology. And that's so first, kind of let me ask, mm-hmm. how, how, did this, how did this start for you? Like, where did your realization come from that, you know, we, I don't yeah. need a pill to get rid of my headache. I need to go yeah. have a nap. I need to think about what made me sad today or for the past week. Like, where did that come mm-hmm. from I would you? have to say, like, my, I've always been a very spiritual person, but I really got the life lesson right around September 2020 when my brother passed away and COVID was rampant and I was just watching everyone suffering from mental health and the diagnosis that I was seeing, because I was still working at the time and patients were coming in, and from fibromyalgia to diabetes to high blood pressure, like, considering we live in a society with the most incredible research in science and medicine how is it that so many people are still getting so sick at such an astonishing rate that's really where my question started to come from so i found myself looking and and finding documentaries and one documentary that really which i'm going to talk about more today was the documentary called heal h-e-a-l and this had such a profound impact on my life that after watching this documentary i couldn't help but follow up and just keep finding out as much as i possibly could to now, give first, everybody, Anne, yeah. Before you continue, please tell people what you do because you mentioned fibromyalgia and all this other stuff. But what yes. do you actually do? So I'm actually a, a certified vision therapist. So yeah. I am accredited to work with people who have had head injuries, and are just generally underdeveloped when it comes to their vision and their brain. So it's basically okay. like doing a physiotherapy program, but for your eyes <gasps> and your brain. But a lot of these patients have. Um, a lot of problems that really stem from stress. You know, once you have a car accident, you can imagine the amount of stress that is now pumping through the body. They are in constant fight or flight. And the diagnosis just continue to roll in. And I just started to watch that over years of years of working with these patients that there's something bigger going on here that I don't think we're paying attention to. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's funny because I, I didn't know, forgive my ignorance, but I didn't know that vision therapy was a thing. Mm-hmm. When you were talking about I knew you were a vision therapist, and then you were talking about sending your clients for 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 coaching or yeah. psych, psychological stuff. I was like, wait, and I Googled it, and I was like, whoa, I didn't yeah. even know there was Pretty such a thing. Oh, yes. it's What I started to notice, like when I first started as a vision therapist, I was your basic vision therapist, you know, knew and, and did everything from the, from the textbook and did exactly as, as I was told. But as years went on, I realized that these pe- textbooks were missing something very crucial here. And that was really how much stress plays a role in all of this. 
Um, yes. And, you know, the body wants to be healthy, but it really comes down to the brain and the mind. And again, mm-hmm. it comes down to your, your belief system and your values. Um, so that's yeah. really what it comes to. We, so what I like, what I really wanted to mention is that, you know, we grew up in a Western society, you know, which is very, um, Christianity has been intricately, intricately inter, intertwined with the history and formation of Western society. Um, and which is why I'd like to kind of talk about how did we get to a place here today where we are so scientifically driven? Where did the spirituality disappear from? You know, our indigenous, yes. indigenous people are so spiritually connected to the, to the earth and to the planet. And, you know, Ch- Chinese medicine is still very much connected. Indig- you know, if we yep. go down to the aborigines, everyone has still keeps that spirituality connected. So where, why did we get disconnected from it? Well, I did a little history into that. And it actually turns out that, obviously, the, the, the church, the Catholic church, was the dominating um, factor in Europe, you know, many centuries ago. And uh, the church controlled everything, controlled science, controlled spirituality. And uh, they started to realize that they weren't able to stop people from practicing the science. You know, they, they were doing it kind of, you know, black market under the table. And it was getting to the point where the, the church kind of said, well, you know, what, let's make a deal. We'll let the doctors take care of the science. And we'll take care of spirituality. And that's when the split happened. Right, okay. Really when the split happened. And okay. that's why we find ourselves in, in modern society where we're just so scientifically driven. But we are missing another factor. We are, it's my dog there. We are missing another factor. It's, it's the completion of the circle, the yin and the yang. So I'm not saying that, that science and, and medicine is wrong. Absolutely not. I mean, if we right. ever have trauma or something happened to us, I want the very best surgeon and, and technology to help me. But when it comes yes. to chronic pain and difficulties and diagnosis, you really yes. want to try a more holistic approach to your healing. That's, that's what I want the listeners to know. If, it, if there was not a direct injury, if, there's, if there wasn't anything, you know, diagnosed, you just suddenly have this, oh, I, got, I have this pain in my elbow. I have this constant pain in my hip and, and you never fell on it. You that's never, right. you know what I mean? There was never that's an right. injury caused to it. Like that's a somatic thing. And you might not necessarily need Tylenol or aspirin or whatever really exactly. crazy harmful, you know, yep. pills that are out there that you need a prescription for, right? Yep. And really what it comes down to is in, in our society, I said that the diagnosis is, is, getting, is getting more and more, but we just, as humans in our, in our society, we're learning to hold on to our emotions. Yes. We don't live really and in, in, in teaching each other how to let these emotions go on, in a, on a healthy level. And the more we hold on to these, these deep-rooted emotions, it's really where these illnesses are driving from. The mind is sending the, the signals to the body um, to be sick, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and it's sad because we have free health care in Canada. Thank goodness. You know, we're very blessed for that. However, yeah. when the real problem is mental health... Mm-hmm. A lot of that is not covered unless you're going to medicate yourself with okay. a prescription. That's exactly like it. Like psychotherapy should should be covered, you know, things like that where we can really, really Absolutely. help people, really make a difference. Absolutely. It's sad. Yes, at the, really at the core of it all, I think we've all really forgotten how intelligent the body actually is. We don't yeah. really have to go look searching for people in lab coats to fix us. Correct. You know, and I Correct. think we put a w- way too much power in people in lab coats. <laughs> you know, I think we put way too much power in them. We, and it's time for us to kind of just step back and start putting the power back in ourselves. This is what our ancestors not, not do. Not to well, take away from the what they do. do. 
That's right. Not That's to right. take away from what they Not they to take away from it. Exactly. Absolutely. It's just to kind of, we need to complement it. We need yes, to complete the circle. That's basically what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we can take the load off them because they are bombarded right now. I, I'm noticing. Yep. I'm noticing more and more doctors are prescribing mindfulness. I had a doctor who prescribed one of my patients, um, coconut oil, which I don't think I've ever seen in the 10 years that I've been working in this industry, but they're starting to see that there's a shift and people want a more natural approach to their healthcare. Um, and and And, and we deserve that. We deserve to go in that we're a natural species and we should have a natural approach. Right. So again, it always comes down to, you know, thoughts shift biologies or belief shifts biology. So if you have, uh, tonic thoughts, tonic thoughts will produce tonic chemicals in your brain. If you have toxic thoughts, toxic thoughts will produce toxic chemicals in your brain. Mm-hmm. And essentially what happens is a lot of patients who I've met with or working with are in constant fight or flight. And, and they, can you just break down tonic thoughts? Would that be positive thoughts just for people? Exactly. I've never used that term. So Yeah. So tonic thoughts okay. would be the positive thoughts, you know, being able to properly rationalize every situation, mm-hmm. you know, is this a real threat? Is this something that I really need to, to be concentrating on? Or is this another, because we know that our life is going to throw us a whole bunch of crap, you know, yep. and some of us yep. are surprised and some of us are surprised when life deals us more crap. Right. You know, if you just accept the fact that life is going to throw crap at us, process it and pass you know and and keep in that mindset instead of oh here's another thought and here's another problem and now it's going to ruin my life you know it 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 kind of has that cycle effect you know and and there are so many people that think that way unfortunately yes 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 so to touch on the fight or flight for anybody who's listening i'm sure you've all heard of this the adrenal gland uh, the fight or flight response but i find a lot of the patients that i'm working with are, are, are in fight or flight every day all day long and what we know about being in fight or flight is that it's only supposed to happen for a moment. So when we were cavemen and a saber-toothed tiger was to show up, we need all of our energy, 100% of our energy to either fight this saber-toothed tiger or run away. And our body biologically changes to fight this saber-toothed or to run away. But if that, once that, that threat is over, you're supposed to go back into rest and restore. But a lot of people today, it's not the saber-toothed tiger, it's their boss, it's their spouse, it's that bill that they have to pay, it's that ailment, that other diagnosis that the doctor just told them, that they they stay in that fight or flight. And what we know is when the brain is in fight or flight, you're releasing adrenaline and cortisol from your brain. And that is what's flooding your body. That is why people have light sensitivity, migraines, chronic pain, fibromyalgia, diabetes coming up, out, you know, the diagnosis are just going up and up and up because we know that mm-hmm. they are in constant flight. Like, look at the world of, look at the world that we're living in. <laughs> you know, yeah. every time you turn on the news, yeah. it seems like yes. everything, everything is a threat. Right. If you so put it's on the news, I, I won't, I refuse. <laughs> I've actually been, I've been news free <laughs> for yeah. almost over a year now. I'd like, I'd like to report yep. I've been news free for over yep. a year and it's, it's made great. a huge impact on my life. A news free life is a wonderful life. Well, I, I always like to quote, I always like to quote the Buddha. He says, every man and woman is the architect of their own healing and their own destiny. So we got to stop listening to what the propaganda or what the news outlets want us to know is like we are in control of our lives and how we see and how we perceive it, what our reality is and how it's going to affect our mind, body and spirit. 